Hello, Fried fans, and welcome to Season 3 of Fried the Burnout Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Donovan, and my mission with Fried is to hashtag end burnout culture. On this pod, we end burnout culture by sharing stories of people who have been through it all and lived to tell the tale, sharing expert tips from the best of the best in the burnout and stress management fields, and sharing hashtag straight from Kate episodes full of my own expertise plus actionable steps to help you end your own burnout cycle starting today. If you're feeling burnt out right now and need more personalized guidance, I'm here for you. In every episode, you'll find a link to book a free breakthrough burnout call. You can find it easily by heading to bit.ly forward slash call Kate or finding the link in the show notes. This free call helps us decide if one-on-one coaching is perfect for you. If it is, we'll get started. If it isn't, I might suggest one of my immediately available online courses, my book, The Bounce Back Ability Factor, or some sessions with a colleague who's better suited to exactly what you need right now. Also, if you happen to be in New York City, I'd love to see you as a patient. I'm a licensed acupuncturist with over 13 years of international experience, and right now my office is located in Midtown Manhattan. I focus on, you guessed it, burnout. I help your body build up a natural stress resilience to fight off all those pesky symptoms that come alongside burnout. You can find all the deets on that at katedonovanacupuncture.com. Hey fried fans, once in a while something really gets my goat and I use that as my guide to share what's on my mind because I know if it didn't matter to me, it wouldn't get my goat. And if it matters to me, it's likely to matter to you too, I think. Someone wrote a LinkedIn post that was really great about being okay with having fear and how it's damaging in the world of coaching and therapy to try to talk people out of how they feel and instead tell them how they should feel. I totally agree. Your reality is yours. Your emotions are real and they count no matter what you or anyone else thinks that you quote unquote should feel. So what got my goat? A commenter. It's always a commenter. A commenter who said that they, and I quote, like to stay high vibe. So she stays away from things like fear. All right, everybody. I'm going to need you to turn up the volume a little and lean in as if you're about to really, really listen well to what I am about to tell you. Normal human responses to normal life situations do not make you low vibe. You don't damage your vibrations by experiencing normal human emotions. Now, I'm going to back up a little bit and get real sciency for a minute because this is one of those instances where what is being said is true and untrue. Changes in emotional states do actually change your frequency and your vibrational level. Plenty of studies have shown this. When the neurotransmitters that are related to fear enter a cell, they have a different effect than the neurotransmitters that are related to joy. Those related to fear tend to create more dissonance, and those related to joy tend to create more resonance. But that doesn't mean that feeling fear during the day is damaging your vibe in the same way that small amounts of cortisol are good and health enhancing for your body. Chinese medicine has said for thousands of years that all emotions in moderation are health promoting. This makes sense because we'd get rid of emotions altogether as a species if they weren't an efficient way to guide us. The body is designed to be maximally efficient, so it's best to assume that the bits and pieces it uses to function are necessary and useful. Here at Fried, we talk a lot about creating space to feel whatever emotions are coming up. 
In my book, The Bounce Back Ability Factor, I wrote about a concept called sitting in the muck, and my intention behind it was to give you permission to feel all the feels. I have found this to be a massive healing measure that I needed in my own life, and I have plenty of clients that agree with this. I even have a course that focuses on resentment on purpose because I have seen it to be a powerful way to use this emotion to dip into tough emotions in a safe structure so that you can move through and transform those emotions and bring yourself closer to harmony again. Emotions are tools that are meant to be used. So all that being said, what are they talking about when they say damage your vibe? They're talking about this low frequency that's associated with emotions that we find more difficult, but in small doses, these things are totally okay. The thing that actually does damage your vibe, if we're going to use those words, are ignoring, not processing, or otherwise sidestepping difficult emotions. So when you have a fear response and your body is dealing with it, if you ignore it, it gets stuck and can't transform the way that it's supposed to. So instead of coming in and passing through, it goes in and gets stuck. And so when you are ignoring, not processing, or otherwise sidestepping difficult emotions, it's called spiritual bypassing. And it's all about pretending like the tough stuff doesn't exist and focusing on only the good and only high vibes. It's not really healthy, nor is it normal. Chinese medicine teaches us that every single emotion we have helps our body to work as it should. The liver uses anger, frustration, and compassion. The heart uses joy and anxiety. The spleen, contemplation and worry. The kidneys, courage and fear. And the lungs, grief, sorrow and empathy. There's double sides to all of them. When an organ system is overloaded, the negative emotion can get stuck. And when a negative emotion is stuck, an organ system can be overloaded. So it's a closed circle. These are the only scenarios where the effect of an emotion can create a low vibe, not because the emotion happened, but because we're ignoring it and it's stuck. On the same token, overuse of the positive emotions is also considered bad in Chinese medicine. Too much joy leads to mania. Too much courage can be physically dangerous. Too much empathy and compassion blurs our boundaries. Too much contemplation leads to inaction. So the world of life coaching and mindset work I believe has a little bit of growing up to do. Maintaining an ideal that you must feel good all the time and quote unquote, keep your vibes high, keeps you separate from living a real human experience, leaves you at risk for leaving old unprocessed emotions in your body that can turn into physical issues later in life and puts you into a position, I'm going to slow down here, of moral superiority where you walk around telling everyone that if they just raise their vibe, their whole lives would be better. It allows you to sidestep and ignore real-world problems like racism, sexism, ageism, ableism, homophobia, transphobia, and more. When you're above all that and focused on high vibe and only about love, you're putting yourself on a pedestal above other humans. You have dissociated yourself and therefore you're not contributing to solving the problems that are right here and right now and real for people even if you don't want to look at it. That being said, I believe in meditating and focusing on love when you're capable and that's real for you. I believe in finding the good in your life on purpose if you aren't currently sitting in the muck. I believe in your ability to use the highs and the lows of life equally. 
There are studies that show that a large number of meditators working together in a community will actually change the overall feel and function of said community. Energy matters and it works and focusing on the good on purpose works as long as you aren't lying. As long as you can still allow yourself to grieve when someone dies, to be angry when your safety is threatened, and to have fear in the unknown that actually does scare you. If you're burnt out and someone has recently told you to go high vibe, you can ignore them. Permission granted. Whatever it is that you're feeling, you are allowed. When you're done feeling that way, when you're sick of sitting in the muck, when you've had enough and you're ready to change the story, I'm here. Until then, be where you are. Don't worry about your vibe. You'll get to the point where transformation is a necessity. And when you do, you'll find the right people to help you and you will heal. And after you heal, you'll still have some shitty feeling days because you're still living a human experience. And that is okay too. So this is really important to me because I feel like We're spending so much time trying so hard to be on the good side of things all the time. And we forget that we're all on a seesaw and it's okay to go up and down and it's okay to go up and down and it's okay to go up and down. You're not meant to stay in neutral for your whole life. Sometimes you're pumping the brakes and sometimes you are full speed ahead. That's totally okay. We need to normalize what's normal because we have made a pathogen of negativity, which has been brought to an extreme. Like if you are negative all the time, then it's going to affect you and your health and the people around you. But having normal everyday reactions to normal everyday situations is totally fine and healthy and all of that. So if you are worried about being worried, (laughs) if you have fear around feeling fear, if you are judging yourself for your anger, I want you to spend some time thinking about how much easier it would be if you could acknowledge those emotions, transform them and allow them to pass through you so that you could be constantly moving through the center where, you know, resonance and, and harmony live. It's not about staying there constantly. It's about your ability to get back there when you get thrown off course. So I hope this was helpful. I know that there's going to be some people that really disagree with this, um, and I'm really, really okay with that. I don't want people going around being negative all the time. It's not useful, but I do need people to feel permission to deal with resentment using the resentment journal if they've been trying gratitude and it's not working. Like gratitude is an amazing exercise and it's super powerful, but when you don't really feel it, it's not actually useful. In order for an emotion, a positive emotion even, to actually help you, you have to really be able to feel it in your body. And so when you're trying to use it, if it's not working, you've got to go to what actually exists right now. And transform that and create space for other things. Don't be afraid on a day-to-day basis of fear and anger and any of that. Because they're just a normal part of a human day. Okay? All right. Until next time.